the XFL Gambling Podcast Week Four Reaction Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks, presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars at WinBet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the DJ Dance. Yes, you have a ticket to come cut the rug with us because our March Madness bankroll contest is back. Free to enter and a thousand dollars in cash and prizes is up for grabs. Plus, we've got first half under bingo. Yes, enter both contests on the SGPN app, which you can download for free in the App Store or Google Play Store. So grab that thing today and remember, folks, to let it ride. Hey, folks, this is Bud Foster. You're listening to SGPN. Let's let it ride. XFL gambling podcast week four <laughs> reaction show. I uh, apologize for being a day late. We are not a dollar short though. Is yeah. Microsoft Excel? <laughs> uh, if, yes, I mean you gotta love that voice. All right, day late, but not a dollar short because we were picking winners. If you're wondering who the hell you're listening yeah. to, well, my name is Colby Swinging Database Dit, aka Pick. Done. D, that's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I know the human being and fish can coexist peacefully. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. I would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. Yeah, I got new music. Alright? Because I got hit with the cease and desist on on the old men at work. What? But you know, it happens. Colin Hay came after you? They came for me. Oh pick they went to the land on under and took their fucking song back. Oh man. I am joined by my co-host, the host, the host of the bottom line bombs podcast podcast, which you mm-hmm. need to be subscribed to. They call him the man in the box. And, uh, well, he's the kind of guy that would drink a gallon of gasoline so he could piss in your campfire. You could drop this guy off at the Arctic Circle wearing a pair of bikini underwear without his toothbrush, and tomorrow afternoon he's going to show up at your poolside with a million-dollar smile and a fistful of pesos. Million-dollar smile, fistful of pesos, which I know after these, this week's picks, that is true. I give you CJ Sullivan. How you doing, brother? Great picks, Dundee. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'm fascinated by uh, Colin Hay and the men at work coming after you for the cease and desist. 
they, they came for me and, and they guess, won. They right. won. Right. Now they sent you a cease and desist letter. So you just <laughs> reacted to it. And I get, and I get, you know, Sean and Ryan probably don't want to mess with that, but it's a lot of those things. I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, in Chicago, there was a diner called chipmunks. It was a greasy spoon and their sign was a blatant ripoff of Alvin and the chipmunks, you know, just is <laughs> just a drawing had a and a C, you know? And uh, one time I asked the guy, this guy who ran it, I'm like, you know, the chipmunk people ever say anything about this? You know, how chipmunks goes, Oh yeah. They sent a season. This, this is Greek guy. They send a cease and desist letter every year. I just throw it in the trash. Who gives a shit? <laughs> please come back. He's like, please come down here and make us think about it. You know? So I'm saying, fuck these men at work. Keep playing that song. I don't mean I don't run it. Easy for me to say. <laughs> if, I'm saying Colin, if Colin Hay wants to jump into college basketball experience in the XFL fucking podcast, let him do it. Hey, and if we wonder why SGPN goes under, uh, look, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think, look, uh, this is a gambling podcast. This is a moment for, for stacking the money oh. green and, and uh, Ryan real money Kramer from the sports gambling podcast to gamble on that. Right. Bet on your man. I Roll think I should dice. bring this up with them. I should bring this up with them. Uh, we are joined by third man in the booth, the host of the old fashioned football podcast. They call him liquid lunch. I even saw him get a yeah. five-star review where someone was talking about his liquid lunches. I give you J Mark, AKA Justin Mark. How you doing, Justin? I mean, at the very least it's flattering when the lawyers are hitting you up, right? Because now, you know, you're, you're making some noise. You're getting on people's radars. So take it as a good thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, well, the, tr to be honest, they didn't come for th this podcast, but right. If yeah. they came right, for right. Me we, we on the college basketball show, which is why, by the way, and I'll issue that uh -huh. apology to our, to our great fans of extreme football. Uh, look, I, uh, I'm in Vegas. I was, uh, we were doing college basketball and unfortunately this is the, one of the things as much as I do like the fact the season starts in February, it's one of the things they got a battle. And I wonder over the next week or two, how the ratings do. I got this week's uh, ratings here. Uh, the, uh, the Houston Orlando game, 405,000 views that was on FX. Seattle, San Antonio game Saturday uh, on FX as well, 343,000. Then Sunday's action, ESPN 2, St. Louis, Arlington, 572,000. And then the nightcap, uh, which I'm actually shocked that this one had the number it did. DC and Vegas, 691,000, which, you know, is the game I saw the least of because the bracket release show was going on yeah. while that was, while that game was on. Uh, did those uh, numbers? Well, I'll, I'll say, I say, I'm not surprised that the Oscar crowd did not bleed over into the XFL, <laughs> uh, <laughs> DC defend the beer snake crowd and the, uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis crowd did not merge into each other. Now, now the DC defenders crowd, man, though, I, I, some great, some great fuck Dan Snyder, uh, you know, chance in that lit crowd. again, the St. Louis crowd. Now they said sold out. That's kind of a lie because the top deck was clearly, clearly <laughs> empty. No, but coach Tony meatball even said afterwards, there's still some seats out there afterwards. You know, he's uh rip up the top when I open up the top, they say, but I uh, said, there's still some left, but they had 38,000. That was definitely the story. Of the oh weekend. no, it, that's a great awesome. storyline. But I, this is a classic 2023 thing of like, we sold out the game. Well, no, no they didn't. didn't. Yeah. yeah. What they did was they, they sold out all the tickets they wanted to sell. They're like, yeah. we're done selling tickets. So we're sold. We don't out. have security there's, there's working available. up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but overall, like, watch, you know, I, what's that? Yeah. 
I was just gonna say, but they, they said like we're only selling thirty thousand seats. So yeah, we sold out. Well, great, you have sixty thousand to sell. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, that's a fun. Now, I, I give him kudos for that's a that's a clever way to say that is sold that out, is so. a funny way to do that. I guess you could say that with the Orlando Guardians when when the three hundred sure. people show up we to only, the game, it's like, well, we're only selling three hundred tickets. Sell out, sell out, yeah, sell out to watch Terrell <laughs> Buckley. Uh, do those TV numbers mean anything to you though, CJ and J Mark? I mean, CJ, you first. Do they is that good? Is that well, bad? I've is already that, given. I've yeah, I've given my opinion on Nielsen ratings and these to begin with. I think they're all a joke. I don't yeah. think none of them know what they're talking about when it comes to ratings. They're literally going off Nielsen boxes. These things from the seventies, like <laughs> where one family has whatever, like, you know, and they multiply that by a city. Like they, they still have no idea how to check ratings for streaming. First of all, for yeah. anything live or any uh, events or whatever. And, and even for regular TVs, they, they have no idea what they're doing. So that's why I think they should be happy about the, the St. Louis crowd, of course. And then like, but I mean, they're, they're needed to go by these numbers. So, uh, J Mark, what'd you make of uh, those numbers? And uh, overall, just uh, week four of the XFL. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they were decent numbers. Um, I agree with CJ though. It's so hard to gauge this because it, how do you how do you have an app like the ESPN Plus um, and not be able to track how many people are logging into right. it? That doesn't make sense to me. But they always say, well, this doesn't include those numbers because we don't track that. Well, they got to be lying to us, right? There's got to be an economical side of this where they know which ads to place where, and and you know, I add, suppose, yeah, ad agencies to to buy the spot. Essentially, it doesn't make any fucking sense. They have to have those numbers. Yeah, they I, know everything about us, but they don't know what we're watching. Get the fuck out! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things I'll note is uh, week four uh, was the best offensive uh, from a yardage standpoint. They averaged six hundred fifty-one. Point two five yards per game, which was the most, uh, up about, uh, what 20, no, yep. about 30, yeah, 30, 29 and change from last week. Also the biggest passing week with 502 yards per game in the air, 170 yards on the ground though, which that's the, the, com- the compelling thing is that they still can't run the ball. If anything, it's gotten worse all, with the all exception right. to week one which was at 151 yards per game, just 170 yards per game on the ground, uh, scoring down a little bit from the previous week, but still uh, better than the, better than the USFL when it comes to their week four, like as far as passing yards and scoring, I don't know if that means much, but definitely the run game in the USFL way better than the XFL. What'd you make of these games? Uh, what'd you make of that? J Mark, what'd you make of all these games? I mean, we went three and one. I should have went four now. If the, if if Las Vegas, I mean, I was on DC to win the game. If Las Vegas had yeah. any sense of urgency, I feel like the backdoor cover would have been alive. But a bunch of candy asses there. Uh, and I, 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 what happened with Brett Hundley? See, that's I, when I got it. When I when I started watching that game, uh, Luis Perez, uh, aka the president, was uh, that was was doing <laughs> it. Uh, and I I know you saw him and you had to be thrilled. But what happened to Brett Hundley? Yeah, so that was interesting. The the very first thing they said when he came out of the field, the the sideline reporter who's there trying to interview everybody right after they come out said, "Well, it was a performance based. I'm being told it's performance based." And then, like I don't know, ten minutes later, the guys in the booth are going, "Well, it might be an injury. We're not sure." So it's like somebody's like, "Don't no, we we already are on record of paying this guy a bunch of money. Don't say that." So I I don't know what it was. I mean, he got pulled after he fumbled the ball. 
his, well, they, his they, numbers they, weren't terrible before that, but he had happened? a hamstring or something. I think his hamstring didn't perform with the rest of his body <laughs> after the one of his rings. So yeah, it was performance based well, already. Re- remember but though, they was, fired their OC. What just a, a couple yeah. days yeah. before that game. Um, uh, that's the one that I, I didn't get much eyeballs on. I caught the, like the fourth, the fourth quarter, right? but uh, DC. So I went three and one on, on the picks uh, straight up. I feel Same. like I should, the Sunday night games have, I've been terrible at handicapping these Sunday night games, but well, the offense was fine. Vegas averaged seven yards a play. They, they should outgamed I mean, DC. What happened? Right. There? It was crazy. They had a lot of, ter- I mean, they, they, it was fluky. A fourth and one from the fifteen, all across the league. By the way, a third and one and fourth and one's been terrible. They can't run There's the ball. Run, they can't run. They're the running ball. it up the middle and they leave the weak side completely unprotected and they just crash down every time. And like they don't yep. learn their lesson. Like you let put bring a wide receiver, crack somebody. You have to just get in their way. They have two unblocked guys every single time, and yeah. uh, it happened in the St. Louis game. It happened in DC game multiple times, and then. Uh, well, DC itself, I mean, Vegas itself, we brought uh, the touchdown before half absolutely killed them when they, they scored a touchdown. Then they, they reviewed it and said it was no touchdown. And then they did a uh, 10 second runoff and they went to halftime. And uh, Rod Woodson did not recover from that moment. I'll yeah. just say that. Yeah, I, saw him, I saw him going at it. I saw it on social media. We're going to go game by well, game here and, and break down this stuff. But. Uh, before we get to that, I want to tell you that the uh, XFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by WinBet. And WinBet's now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for the WinBet win, win Hour, essentially, each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time during WinBet Win Hour. Marquee games of the week will have uh, better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And you better believe March Madness is here, and there's so many ways to win on the big dance. College basketball left and right everywhere you turn. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100, limited to state availability. And, of course, for our DGENs only, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Offer something to James Terms and Condition, winbet.com. As we turn on an older present state where WinBet is available, if you receive someone you know is a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by our March Madness Contest. Yes, the D-Gen Dance. Get out on that dance floor. Don't be afraid, because you never know what you can win in a free contest, baby. And our March Madness bankroll contest is back free to enter in a thousand dollars in cash and prizes up for grabs. Plus we've got our first half under bingo where you can win a SGPN gift card, enter both contests on the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So go, go, go do that. And remember to let it ride. All right, guys. Um, here we are. We're recapping a, another wild week of XFL action. Can, can we talk about this before I go game by game? I understand they decided to schedule the the you know in February the kickoff mm-hmm. of the season, which I, I'm on board with. I'm on board. But what I don't understand is uh, they put a the best game this week and maybe the best game of the season, <laughs> Seattle. And Houston on Thursday night on the opening night of March Madness. That thing is not going to do good. I can make that projection projection right now. I don't think the numbers will be great on that game. Why 
would they do this? Uh, and I, I thought in other weeks, I have a problem with their scheduling. Do you think it's just the networks telling them, hey, fuck you, this is, our, this is where we want you? Absolutely. I don't think they have any choice of where they're going to go. Like I compared them like to an indie band. It's like, you know, you have your gig here in uh, Minnesota, get in the van. We're heading to Dayton after this, you know, and you're, yeah. we're driving. We're, we got to be there tomorrow, like an independent hockey team or something like they, they, they go where they're told basically yeah. when it comes to this point, you know, and, they, and they, but, but you're right. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand why they don't tack Friday nights in general, like the Friday night high school football and like yeah. the Canadian leagues, you yeah. know, I agree. I agree. College should be all four nights. Yeah. College football increases their value on the weeknights. A lot of those programs, uh, J Mark, any, any thought on that before we hop into it? Cause I, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought I even thought, but it, I guess I'm surprised a little bit that the DC game charted that well, knowing that selection Sunday, but here's the thing was right after selection Sunday was done. I feel like, uh, that was done by about four o'clock Pacific time. So it kind of like bled right into, I just had to do a show on it. So maybe that's why the numbers, there was no other sporting events. I feel like last Sunday night. Right. Uh, it was just the Oscars and, and Sunday night in general is the most watched night in television just on, by everybody. Cause you're everyone's home getting ready for the week ahead of themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I expect them to, uh, I just thought they'd be a little smarter on the Thursday night thing, but I think you're probably right. CJ J Mark, what'd you make of that? Yeah. I mean, it's a late game, so at least they're not competing with a ton of the games, um, in the tourney, but yeah, it is interesting. Um, you would think there would be a better, better times that they could schedule those, but I, Again, I mean, there's a lot of basketball over the next uh, week here, so maybe just finding some time is it's all they could do is just let's throw it in late Thursday and hope it does all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm still gonna bet on it. I'm here in Vegas. Let's go! Uh, and that's what's cool yeah. too is that look, they got a kiosk. You're not scared. Sh- shout out to shout out to the the new kiosk that they have here in Vegas, where you don't have to actually go to the book and wait in the line, which I still enjoy. But they mm-hmm. also have a little kiosk where you can just bet. It's like a slot machine. Beautiful. And they have XFL on and everything. Get yourself out to Las Vegas, folks. Stay at the win. Uh, All right. Uh, And hit that that kiosk so it runs out of paper. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The first game that happened was the Houston Roughnecks and the Orlando Guardians. I've been on record saying Orlando's not the worst team in the league. And... I think I'm still, you know, I know you, you, you pressed me for my power rankings, which we'll get into later in the show. And I put Orlando in the back this week. But as I was number crunching here, I think I might've messed up. I kind of think Orlando still is better than Arlington. Dude, they, they put, you see how many yards yeah. they had? Yeah. They're not though. Terrell Buckley. Yeah. You know, That's I saw problem. him yelling at some of his players. That's surprise, a surprise. Buckley, surprise. Buckley's um, got that team being a mess. Uh, but come on, Houston is 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 good. And shout out AJ Smith. Uh, I, I love the Mike Leach shout out. They're running the Mike Leach offense. They did the double pass. Yes. for a touchdown. X, XFL in general had more trick plays. I thought this weekend, kind of like uh, you know, a halfback pass, a double forward pass. Of course, just reverses. More things as they get more comfortable. I think going along, they're going to start opening it up. So things I thought they would be doing from the get go, you know, and uh, you know, we nailed this one. I feel like, uh, mm-hmm. well, I, me and you, CJ, J Mark, were you on Houston too? Yeah, I went four okay. no on the money line, three and one. I think you and I basically had the same picks, which I know right. you copied mine, so that's cool. It's not a big deal. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm still like Houston's doing what they have to do. They kicked ass. They got helped out by that fumble. 
the backwards pass Paxton Lynch does still hasn't. Oh my god! And that was another thing. And then yeah. Buckley challenges it. And I Blandino, know what is stupid. And Blandino basically just laughs in the booth, like, "What? Who's <laughs> he's challenging that? No, it's okay, like every sure. turnover is reviewed, every play is reviewed, right? It's like, come on." <laughs> he was watching like conference t- tournament games, Blandino up there. Yeah. Hey, you want to switch over that place? Even as a lateral. Oh yeah, that was a lateral. Anyway, back to fucking <laughs> back to the Big East championship like, game. That was like the first drive I feel like for Orlando. So it's like Terrell Buckley yeah. pissed away his challenge, right? Which you only get one. Nothing within yeah. like two minutes. Pissed it away, and uh, you know, but uh, you know, yeah. I like uh, Houston looks good, but at the same time, I can't help but watch and say. They haven't played a good team, and I'm like, yeah, they still have You get a play like that where you get a defensive touchdown just handed to you. I can't over reward that. Like, yes, you made the right play, you look good, but you know, back to my power ranking. <laughs> I'm not, not buying. Like, I love you. I'm dying not buying in, buddy. I love you dying on this hill. The score was 44 to 16. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. It's <laughs> it not was like they won by that touchdown. Yeah, it was more than yeah. a lateral. But but my point is is like, come on. This is Orlando. If you lined up, we haven't seen we I haven't agree. seen DC, Seattle, some of these other teams take even St. Louis hasn't played Orlando. You haven't seen them. You haven't seen them. They yeah. might be whooping their ass too. So I think they're, you know, it's okay. This is the best part about the season. Is uh, you know, someone's gonna be at the top of the hill when it's all said and done, if if the league makes it that far. But which <laughs> I believe which I believe it will. But um anyway. That was the, right. this, is the, this was the worst game, right? Yeah. My favorite thing about this game though, was when they pulled Paxton Lynch, they said, and they're going with Francois cause Lynch isn't getting it done. And he got one series and they're like, that's a bad idea. Get Lynch yeah, back what out there. We <laughs> like, he went one for four, 19 yard pass. And they're just like, e, never mind. Let's get Lynch back in there. And to Lynch's credit, he made some nice passes after he got back in there, but he's yeah, still he, making he, too many mistakes. I mean, yeah. He didn't look terrible. The whole team, no. and it, it starts with Buckley. I mean, they had 13 yeah. penalties again, you know, and he's yeah. just, he's just an absolute mess. Did they Jay get Mark, the numbers right? J Mark. Now your boy, Max Borgi was a late scratch. Yes, you, he was. You had us all rush into the DFS to get the wrong backup. <laughs> I know, what, ha- right? what happened there? <laughs> but every time they got close to the goal line, they pulled Bryson Alain. Like he was looking good and they throw Dejun Lee in. So Lee um, great. The Delaware yeah. destroyer. Yeah. Was this yeah. a, was this a load management play? Like we see an XFL load management. It's like we're playing Orlando Borgie, mm-hmm. take the week off. It's interesting because he injured his leg last week and it looked bad. I, I thought, well, he's done, but he came back in that game. So to me, it's almost like, yeah, they, he tested it and they said, how's it feel? He goes, it's okay. I could play. And they're like, eh, don't, don't worry about it. We yeah, need you down the stretch. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I mean, I just want you to know that I get it. You guys, you know, like the shit on me for, 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 you know, thinking that uh, <laughs> Orlando look is, is not the worst team in the league, which, but I, they had a lot of yards of offense guys. Like you, you got to at least you got to at least like humor me on this. Like when I watched the Arlington renegades, which we're about to get to in, in a minute here, they can't move the ball. Like I get it. Orlando, just their disaster. They're a turnover machine. They never have the right guys on the field. They don't even have 11 players a lot of times on the field, <laughs> but uh, I mean, they did have 349 yards of offense to me. That means something that means something. That means your offense is somewhat you know, doing okay. Now, yes, you're getting blown out. You're not able to capitalize, 
we'll see down the stretch, but I, I I'm going to, I'm going to go back to this in a second. Um, <laughs> I agree well, for your yardage, only power rankings. They're, <laughs> they're steadily it, climbing. Hey, it tells a tale of something though. Uh, San Antonio. <laughs> yeah. yeah San, San Antonio <laughs> Brahma's at the Seattle sea dragons. Yeah. Uh, this game was a, was a bit perplexing. F- yeah. Look, I, don't I mean, like this game, uh, obviously we hit on uh, my futures looking better. We hit on the Sea Dragons here. They won fifteen to six. Little rock fight in the XFL, but I think one of the more like puzzling things was the Brahmas rushed for just twenty one yards at one point nine yards of carry. It's awful, awful. And Jack Ballage, Cone was Ballage their leading rusher, for, right? And Ballage had five for five. Jack Cone was just awful. Seattle's I, I just run defense. Jack Cone being terrible. <laughs> Seattle's run defense is not known to be good. I'm, I'm uh, like my DFS roster got cooked because I decided to roster some run, running, some running backs uh, for, for the Brahmas in, in multiple lineups. They got zooked. If you will, <laughs> ah, Ron Zook, the DC of the sea dragons getting mm-hmm. it done guys. What'd you make of this game? And uh, I have a hard time. I, I, you could talk me into like San Antonio, perhaps getting to the level of the Arlington renegades too, because well, you'll find out next week when they play each other. Um, Heinz, I don't know. I don't, I wasn't, it's just, a, it was a weird game. Jack Cohn is just terrible. I think if you get fixed a Jack Cohn problem, San Antonio will be just fine. I think they will be able to run them. They've shown that they can run the ball. Is, is Jack Cohn better than Paxton Lynch? <laughs> I'd, I'd rather Paxton Lynch and Jack. I, I would too. He's he, he, at least he takes shots down the field. Right. Yeah. Right. And he, and he proves that he can make those throws. He makes bad throws a lot, but he can make good throws. Cone just is off. I mean, <laughs> good God. Yeah, it's like Wisconsin, Wisconsin passing attack 2.0 here in the XFL. J Mark, what'd you make of this game? I mean, I want to like Cone. He he learned his playbook using poker chips. I mean, he's he's a DJ. I mean, <laughs> yeah, come he's on. on brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's somebody I want to back, but um at the same time, I think Reed Sinnott is a better quarterback. I don't understand why we haven't seen him. Um, but to me, this game, you know, I, I know we expected kind of higher scoring from the sea dragons. We're used to seeing that, but to me, it was just kind of more of a testament to the fact that they don't always have to rely on that offense because the defense really stepped up. Uh, well, they yeah, still like, I know this isn't a great offensive output compared to the week prior, but they still had over, they had 343 yards of offense, which they're still the only team in the XFL. I think that has gotten uh, 300 or more every single game. So yeah. yes, it, it wasn't what we thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I mean, Danucci almost, he threw a terrible pick late in this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we be concerned or are we happy with our futures with the sea dragons here? <laughs> well, I think it's promising that they did use their defense and won in a different way. I know. Colby, you probably count this as a loss because the yard, the offense was so bad. And look, the yard, it's, it's, all I'm <laughs> saying is football tells a tale, man. It, it look, I, I, you guys give me a hard time, but I'm saying like, find me go, go. doesn't matter. The league find me, find me one where the offense doesn't chart that well, or the defense doesn't chart that one. Like the two thousands Ravens would be like one of the exceptions. Um, but like you can go in, uh, this includes college football. You know, uh, it, 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 it's normally very rare to me. And if you're both bad offensively and defensively and somehow have a winning record, it's almost, it's almost like, I feel like that happens once every decade. What in, in, in whatever the sport where you'll see, wait, 
how did this team go in college football? How do they go, you know, eight and four when they have a, they have a bottom half offense and a bottom half defense. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying yeah. is, you know, right. normally tells the tale, normally tells the tale, <laughs> but uh, Hey, I still got my future on the sea dragons. I'm optimistic. I know, you know, maybe the weather, maybe the weather there in Seattle, but weather, uh, yeah, weather wasn't good everywhere. And it seems like there's a lot of drop passes too, all, all over the place yeah. too. I mean, it seems like across the league, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's not just the offensive line being bad. Like the, I think it's these receivers, which the league is based around because the way nobody's running the ball. These receivers are just dro- metaphorically and literally dropping the ball across <laughs> the uh, <laughs> field. I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's hop on over. This is the one I want to talk about guys, because you know, I hate to brag, but you know, I love to brag. Um, <laughs> Slaughter. You hate uh, to say you'd love to hate to say you hate the brand. Yes. Well, look, and look, <laughs> I, I'm a Sloter guy, but I knew oh. that a, the guy takes a lot of crazy chances and also it doesn't matter. One of the most overrated things I think in football is the quarterback. We just saw Jimmy Garoppolo got paid. I mean, I don't understand why, but <laughs> my point is, is that just because you're on a team that can block for you does not mean you're a good quarterback. And uh, Sloter, three picks, three picks. What what'd yeah. you make? I mean, look, I think he's a good quarterback, but it doesn't matter if your O line sucks, you're gonna be terrible. J Mark, you're a Sloter guy. You're a Brian Scott guy, right? You're 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 buying yeah. into some of these USFL quarterbacks that are in the X <clears throat> that were in the XFL or in the XFL. Um, what'd you make of Sloter's performance? You know, I. Watching him now, and I watched him a lot last year in the USFL, he didn't run for a lot of yards last year. I think only like 50, but he moved the pocket a lot. And I don't see him doing that. I, I think part of that is the Stoops offense holding him back some. But I almost wonder if there is something like last year, he did have an injury uh, in the USFL. I wonder if that's holding him back a little bit, whether it's a mobility issue or he's plain scared. But yeah, he doesn't look like the same Kyle Sloter to me. Taking chances or not, he's not moving the same. It's not, you know, okay, maybe there's something there with the injury thing, but I think this is the worst offensive line in the league. And to me, it doesn't matter if you have Broadway Joe back there. If you have the worst offensive line in the league, you're going to make your your quarterbacks look awful. That's just the reality. I mean, they they didn't run for, they didn't even break the 50-yard mark. 49 yards rushing. They suck. This team's the worst team in the league. Look at the, <laughs> look at the numbers. All right. Look at the numbers. They can't move the ball. They can't move the ball. Um, I will give you that. Arlington offense is easily the worst in the league. It seems like Bob Stoops isn't even like, he's aware, but like he feels like, like he's not even invested in it. He's like, his quotes were like, boy, that's some bad football out there, boys. Like, golly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Stoops. How about you do something about it? <laughs> I mean, you know, you're the coach of this team. You can, uh, you can make changes. He looks but at it like a vacation gig. He's like, right. Yeah, you, know. you guys see that? That was terrible, <laughs> man. Who puts, who puts Sloter out there? You did <laughs> coach. Oh, all see, right. Th- well. This is, this is my thing. Orlando's a better team. Cause Orlando can move the ball. Even when they have like 10 players on the field, they can move the ball. <laughs> I'm telling you, Your I can't wait for when, when they play 
because I think I can get a dub there. I think I can get a dub. <laughs> Arlington does have a good defense, though. Thirty-six that are forty-nine points. I read this is off of turnovers. That's how bad their <laughs> That's offense incredible. is. That's, That's incredible. That's incredible. But they also ran to a, a buzzsaw call there in St. Louis. J Mark squad, thirty-eight thousand, led by Tony Meatball and Ozzy Smith and everything out there. <laughs> what the hell was going on in St. Louis out there? Brian Hill, the St. Louis native, AJ McCarrick's kids were crying. Everything was so St. Louis. Nelly switched his rubber, his fucking bandaid over to the other side. I saw some fans dressed like RoboCop. <laughs> that were like uh, you know there to support the uh, the Battle Hawks. Yeah. Shout out to Chad Gene, the Chad. He goes ask Pat Mahomes after the Super Bowl about how important no line is. There we yeah, go. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding, Chad G. See, Pat Mahomes is really just uh, Kyle Slaughter, but with a good offensive line. Um, sure. That'll that'll get behind. Not your Houston <laughs> power rankings, but that'll definitely get behind. Uh, Did you guys? Did so, you guys hear? Um, speaking of Tony Meatball, did you hear him? He pulled the ref over. He goes, "Can you guys take a look at that?" And the ref goes, "It's up to you, Coach, whether you want to look yeah. at it." Or not. <laughs> Which is a good way to do it because uh, not burning your challenge, but yet still right, trying to right. get. I, I like it. I like. Can, it. Can you look at that? Guys? I like yeah. Rod Woodson who. Uh, Called a timeout just for them to explain something to him. What happened there? What happened? No, yeah. That was a penalty on you guys. All right, cool. Thanks. Just wanted to burn a timeout so I knew that. Uh, still, nothing better than Terrell Buckley saying, "Wait, we only had nine. We only had nine on the field." <laughs> so where were the other two guys? I love how he didn't notice in real time. Right. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's telling him. Um, can I get can I get one of those live iPads? Are we out of iPads? <laughs> Uh, yeah. I mean, is St. Louis a real threat to be a, uh, so I know we're going to get to our power rankings here, but is St. Louis a title contender CJ? Well, I mean, if the, the they're definitely a force at home, they've been, they luck box their way into it. They're in a good position. They play DC next week in a revenge game. And, um, they have, they have they have everything you need for it. They're not they they're not the elite as like we have to say of Houston and DC, but they're trending on their way up. And with that home field, why? Of course, they're of course they're a threat. Yeah. Jamar, I hate this. I know you have a future, so I know you're, oh, you're yeah. probably um, going to pump this propaganda into a, into our fucking mm-hmm. ears right now. But uh, what <laughs> what are you doing there? Yeah, no, I I just think they're a very well balanced team. I think they're passing yeah. the ball well. I think they're running the ball well. The defense is getting better. You know, I, I went into this thinking they were going to be one of the best defenses and especially one of the best in the trenches. Their O-line has broken down. Their D-line has broken up, but I feel like they're getting better. Um, Hakeem Butler at six foot five, six foot six. I've heard him reported by announcers as both. Um, he's a real problem. I, I don't think that there's anybody that can go up and get a, a 50-50 ball and McCarron's thrown it all right. Um, so yeah, I do think they're a problem. And then add on that, that hostile crowd. I mean, we saw it cause problems for Arlington. Yep. So yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all in on these guys. Kaka is the law. Yeah, it That's was right. Great. It, was, well, it was great to see their fans. They just need to move it to uh, Bush, Bush stadium or Bush light. Uh, but, um, <laughs> actually someone, yes. someone alerted me that they have an MLS stadium in St. Louis. That's new. I don't know if that's true. I didn't research it, but why are you not there? They <laughs> they should go to all of those stadiums. I know we've touched on this before. They're the perfect, they're the perfect stadium. You can look at Aldi Field. I think it's you perfect. hate the dome. 
That's what it is, right? Well, uh, well also, just it's those. Uh, it, you're, it's a bad look still when you have the top deck that's completely empty. When I watch mm. a field goal go in, and it looks like one of my comedy shows, CJ. All right, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know what well, I they're mean. Not, they're not leaving in the middle of it. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I would I would think smaller. Smaller yeah, uh, environments. Point. Yeah. Um, but uh, speaking of that, we go to Aldi field, Vegas, DC. Mm. We kind of touched on this. Rod Woodson doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Reggie Barlow is the most underrated coach in the game because they got out gained and they won the game. Uh, the fans were great. You wonder how good DC will be away from home in the yeah. coming weeks. Do we think this team is still a little, do you think there could be some fool's gold or do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to find out a lot next week when they go to St. Louis for sure, but they are the only team that runs the ball. Like you said, no one in the league runs the ball. I think here's a stat. The league averages 77 and a half rushing yards a game. DC averages 151. Now granted a lot of that's with quarterbacks too, but at least it's a running, but it's a running style and that does travel well. Yeah. And, and you run the clock and can t- kind of dictate mm-hmm. the pace of the game. Another thing that I thought they'd do a great job of, I'd have to pull up all the stats on this for the year. I think they turned the ball over the least. Yeah, it makes sense. Cause they don't, they don't throw the ball. at least in the air. They yeah. don't, they don't kill themselves in the air. When Slaughter's throwing a pick every other day, you know, Paxton Lynch throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage. All right. Um, even, even, you know, McCarran's and Danuch Danuch is known for just throwing the <laughs> Throwing the ball all over the field. When you're when you're playing Danucci, your family offense yeah. gets the ball, defense <laughs> gets the ball, everybody gets the ball with Danucci. So I think that's the advantage of DC is they don't kill themselves. Now, do I think they they might have some vulnerability? Am I surprised Derek King didn't doesn't get more touches? Sure, uh, but uh, it, I can't wait to watch this upcoming week, even though it'll be in the middle of the road to uh, the Sweet Sixteen. Um, Jay Mark, what'd you make of this game? What do you what'd you make of some of those assessments? Are you buying into the defenders being legit? It's still hard for me to say. I think we'll learn a lot next week. Um, this game, I mean, the first play of this game, the Vipers fumbled it uh, within like the 15 yard line, 10 yard line. So and DC recovered and scored. I think that really skewed it right away. You know, it, it's hard to bounce back, especially when you're on the road from something like that. Um, go ahead and soundbite this because you're not going to hear it often, but Luis Perez looked good. He looked like he could be that starting quarterback that could lead the Vipers to some wins um, through some really, some of the best passes I've seen all year in the XFL. You hear that, CJ? Um, yeah. Yeah, I know, I, mean, I know. It's, I know it's weird to hear me say it, but what, that, what that he sent you an autographed to, jersey or something? <laughs> that shot to Brandon Dillon that he threw was just—that was one of the best throws I think we've seen all year in the XFL. Um, he looked good. And so, you know, I think that the, this was just a little skewed based on how it started. They got in a hole here. I do think DC is a good team. I think they're a good team. Um, I just, you know, I, I think they're going to go on the road next week. They're going to be very tested. And I don't know if, if they get behind, I don't know if they can catch up. That's, that's what I want to see. I want to see, you know, they're great at running the ball, but if they get behind and get somebody that can slow that run, can they catch up? The question is, is can they slow that run? Yeah. Yeah. True. They don't do well. They don't do well. when one thing goes bad, which is not a good sign for a tough football team. (laughs) Like if one thing goes (laughs) astray, they freak out (laughs) like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. 
Fair, fair. All right. Well, look, we're going to get to our power rankings, but before we get to our power rankings, I want to tell you, we're brought to you. Yes. The XFL gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by underdog fantasy underdog fantasy is heating up for March madness. College pick is a great way to get in on all the action, especially if your brackets busted after day one happened to me in last year. Took Kentucky. I was like, you know what? This team's going to go to the national championship. I didn't have them winning it, but I had them in the national championship. And then this, this peacock team, St. Peter's out of the fucking blue comes in and destroys Kentucky. So my bracket was done. It was done. So, but that's why I had underdog fantasy because if a lot of people out there get their bracket busted after the first day or two, mm-hmm. here's another way to get in on the action. Plus underdog fantasy has your favorite college basketball player props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. That's underdogfantasy.com. promo code S G P N. All right, we have the XFL yeah. power rankings, which we tweeted these out. J Mark, you're right. telling me you were getting some static on some of your uh, uh your, your your statements, perhaps your your of what you released. Talk to me. Yeah. So first of all, I, I threw it out on the book of faces because you know we normally tweet it. I throw it on Reddit, but we don't uh, put it on the book of faces. Let's a lot. bring Facebook back. Bring, bring back. <laughs> the, bring back the ants to this discussion. You I know? was always now, a Zuckerberg no. guy. <laughs> now you know yeah. why CJ's saying this because I asked which host is the closest with the power ranking. Sixty-seven percent voted for CJ. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, no wonder he loves Facebook. No wonder exactly. he loves Facebook. <laughs> now, who do you think was who do you think was creating burner accounts to vote for that? <laughs> 20, 22% liked mine, 11% liked Colby's. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the some of the uh, comments here. Now, one of you would have gotten another vote, Colby. It would be perfect if you had dragons under Houston. They turned the ball over too much. Um, I thought this was funny. Don't sleep on my OGZs. Hashtag stand guard, hashtag Orlando, hashtag guardians, hashtag protect the city. Mm. Um, mm, how okay. can anyone have Houston at three and turnover machine Seattle at two? Um, Frank Esposito, not happy with you there, Colby. Yeah, Frank Espo. And I then can, I can explain myself, Frank. The <laughs> yeah, schedule. Why don't you, before right, we get look. to Carlton's here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Look, when Hawaii, uh, when June Jones was at Hawaii going 12 and 0. They were playing San Jose State every week, right? When they played Georgia in the Sugar Bowl and they lost by 40, that's because <laughs> they were playing San Jose State every week and they just weren't ready. So, my outlook is that, hey, the Houston Roughnecks have looked great. I have nothing bad to say about them as a team. However, their schedule has been charming, soft, all right? So, I want to see them play some good teams. I want to see them be able to beat. Have they beaten one team that I think is good? No, no, they have not beaten one team that I consider good. So until otherwise you, you vote for CJ Sullivan. All right. <laughs> well, I love that whole comparison because I relied on June Jones, who is the coach at Seattle, who you say how, how, well, how June Jones' team shit well, the bed when they played a real team. All I'm saying is he was undefeated <laughs> as a head coach in the XFL. That was All a right. Tommy Chang problem, though. Right. Right. Timmy, Timmy Chang, but Timmy just Chang, the, the disrespect. <laughs> uh, the, uh, then in the CFL, you know, he was he had success too. So that's that's part of my angle. Uh, but I, I, I do it. believe the numbers speak for themselves from an offensive standpoint. Now AJ Smith 
is is a really good coordinator too. But they they have had games where they didn't get to the magic three three hundred for me. And uh, I I I want to see it against a good defense. I want to see it against a good offense and see see how it goes. So I mean, they got to get a bump for calling a Mike Leach play though. Calling a play called. Well, I mean, Mike Leach, good friend of ours at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Rest in peace. So of course we love that. And uh, but I, I I am a skeptic still until I see them beat one of the you know mm-hmm. I don't know what they did to the XFL. I get it. They are th- this is like college football. This is like or, you know where Alabama does get an easy schedule the next year. You know they're like, hey, yeah. you you're the best team in XFL 2.0. Let's give you the easiest first five games or first four games. And we'll see, but okay. Continue on, 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 on these comments that we were getting this is ridicule. Yeah. 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 Uh, real quick. Chad G in the chat, Kobe over here bragging about having soft toilet paper bougie. Mm. Um, <laughs> the, the last one here, he didn't give an answer. He just said, not Justin DC dump St. Louis and rated behind <laughs> them. Dot, dot, dot dumb. <laughs> but I, I get that. I think sure. DC goes to St. Louis next week and loses. I think the Battle Hawks win. So now you're looking at an even record against each other. And I just think the Battle Hawks are, are a more complete, balanced team. I think mm-hmm. DC is good. I just think the Battle Hawks are better. If the Battle Hawks are behind, I trust mm-hmm. them more. Um, Can't so yeah, wait but, for the pick show. Yeah, we'll find out more yeah. next week. <laughs> Which, by the way, t- yeah. tomorrow, well, what, I'm sorry, CJ. Uh, tomorrow, what, one o'clock, Western or Pacific. Western Union time. Western uh, time. I like that old will, school. Western we time. Be, West Coast. We'll be live doing our week uh, our week five picks preview and picks episode. So make sure you come back tomorrow. Um, Local I'll news the on the West Coast. Sixty minutes after this. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say, CJ? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut uh, you off. Nothing. I was gonna say DC. Of course, you know I've been on DC since the preseason. I'm seven to one future. When they were picked to be pretty much dead last before the season started. Love DC, but I also kind of agree with J Mark a little bit that I think a fall might be coming with them, especially when they go on the road and play tougher games. Especially since they tried to regulate the beer snake last week. I don't know if you yeah. saw this. Not a big fan they- of regulation. The regulation, they had the rules and regulations to post on the board, like they want to control it. It was like certain sections couldn't do the beer snake. What the fuck's going throw, on here? Yeah, you can't throw cups over from the other sections or from your section. You have to hand it to DC security or to the snake itself and let the snake devour it. Do they know, you know? how to build a, a fan base? I mean I question <laughs> I question, you know, A, the first time they took it away and you couldn't do it and they threw the lemons. Right. Like, what are you doing? Like you're you're a brand new league. You're trying to gain fans. I know. Stop being so stupid. And if then it means some keep, cups yeah. come flying in the field, that's good, and that's a story on the fucking news. All, All right? right. Them trying to control it. It reminds me of like when the owners try to do the uh, kneeling for the national anthem. You had Jerry Jones out there locking arms, like, all right, we'll all take a knee. No, that's not the point of this shit. You're the fucking yeah. enemy. Jerry you Jones know? also locking arms in, uh, in in Montgomery, Alabama, back in what, what, what was that? That yeah, uh, you know, Jerry Jones. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like this, the uh, some fucking Alabama. The, the irony. Um, Jerry, Jerry Jones is like the Forrest Gump of racism. He's like a famous racist, like <laughs> pictures and shit. Like he's got the civil rights hose. Like he's at the diner. What the hell's that? How's he had all these seeds? <laughs> and yes, I did compare the beer snake to the civil rights movement of black lives matter. Anyway, let's go. So, uh, so uh, okay. Continue on. Do we have any more comments on this? 
No, that was the gist of it. Everybody else was just given in their votes, but those were some people that had some discrepancies with our, our rankings. Well, yeah. look, if you voted, you know, most people out there in the world, uh, whose music's better, Madonna's or Marvin Gaye's, you'd probably have most people say Madonna's doesn't mean she's a better musician. Doesn't mean, you know, doesn't mean that, uh, uh, that doesn't right. mean that the sea dragons aren't headed for the, for the extreme cup, baby. Uh, Let's I go. Just, I was just going to say, since you put it that way, change my ranking Seattle over Houston. Let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go Yay over Madonna, baby. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, power rankings. My number one team, you know who it is. It's the DC defenders. And I actually can't wait for the pick show tomorrow because I can tell you this, you little filthy fucking dome where you're saying you got to sell out where you're not a sellout. All right. Greg Williams is going to dial up a defense. I hope AJ uh, take AJ McCarron's uh, kids to that game. It'll be their first funeral all right? Oh God, because right. they're going to be picking them up, picking them off left and right. I cannot wait. They are the most complete team. Give me DC defenders as the one seed in this league. I love it. CJ, talk to me. You're still, you're still on uh, team Houston. I, will, I think, right. I will say that I would love for DC to win that game. And there'd be nothing worse for AJ McCarron's kids to watch him lose and get a fraction of the money that he could have got. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny, but um, no, I've got, I, I have Houston as my number one, just because you can't deny what they're doing every week. I mean, they're put, I mean, they're, they're blowing out every team. Yes. No, they're no, bad no, teams, no, but no, they're no, blowing no, out. No, they look, no. compl- they don't look like they have a weakness out there. And, uh, DC is undefeated too, buddy. I know, I know they are, but uh, they're not. They're not thrashing teams the way they are. And they haven't like, had the Guardians and, on the schedule. And I, and I love, trust me, I love DC. But it seems like a rain cloud is always following them too, and just dripping lemon. She's like, how are they in bad weather games indoors as well? So like, what's it. going on with this team? Yeah, that that St. Louis Dome probably will have a leak. It's gonna be fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Uh, J Mark, your top team in the in in the X. Yeah, Houston. Um, they look dominant on defense. I know it's been against bad offenses, but um, and they look good on offense. With even when Max Borgie is out, who I feel is one of the top three running backs in the league, they still get it done. And Jonte Kirkland is catching touchdowns. He's throwing touchdowns. I mean, they got some playmakers on that team that I think are going to be a problem for anybody. Real so, quick on that double on that double forward pass, which was awesome. You know that they pulled off. And go back to the whole uh, how the USFL and XFL fans don't get along, or whatever. Even their social account, the USFL official account, had to tweet out they couldn't they couldn't let this play go. Like, well, since everyone's talking about double forward passes, how about this shitball one we did a couple of years ago? Too? All right, who cares? You know, like yeah, we're great, great. You did one as well earlier. Like, just yeah. let it be. It is hilarious. I clicked on like the ratings to to see, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, to rattle off those numbers for today's show. Yeah. TV ratings. And I see like these USFL fans in there and look, I host the USFL gambling podcast. I love the USFL, right? even the old school USFL. Uh, but it's so funny to see like the shit talking back and forth. Like, Oh, see your ratings aren't as good as ours. It's I like, know. Dude. All of a sudden they're network heads. All of them. These fucking USFL fans. It's like you're arguing about whether you got our team got five hundred and thirty thousand right. downloads or, got, or views. Uh, on, we on, got uh, the we got the eighteen to forty nine share of uh, <laughs> suburban uh, repeat customers. Okay, what, what, what do you work for? CAA? What the hell are you talking about? 
Oh man. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you're going with, with the roughnecks at one. So at two, see, these are power rankings. We're not just looking at records. going. Right. Bah, 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 bah. And that's why right? Jay Mark can put St. Louis over DC because the well, power that's why I put yeah. the Seattle sea dragons. Number two, they're that's the awesome. number one offense in this whole league. And guess what? Zook is about to cook. The defense is stepping up. The defense is showing signs of life. I mean, if they're only letting up six points a game, then the league will be in trouble. That is why they're the second best team in this league. And AJ Smith's about to find out about this. Wade Phillips. I don't even, I feel like AJ Smith's the coach. Wade Phillips is sitting over there, handshaking with people, you know, like, <laughs> um, well, Wade is on a parade for sure. Parade Phillips is he is just on a float <laughs> wait, looking at the crowd <laughs> and everything. God bless him. I, it's what he should be doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he's in a he, 70s, should be, he should be right? living that Ed McMahon yeah. life, you know, yeah. whatever. Just, just have, get drunk on the couch. Wade. Yeah. Buddy. should be living that Vince McMahon life. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm saying the sea dragons are the second best team in this league. Yeah. Well, you will be. I mean, you'll have your chance Thursday night. You'll have your chance for a redemption. I'll be in Vegas. All right, It'll let's be a go. COVID let's right? go. Um, who's your second best team, CJ? Well, I went DC number two. Houston DC. They're one and one A basically. You know, and then one uh, A just for, for the flash and uh, love DC. And uh, but they have a big one versus uh, three St. Louis coming up. J Mark. Yeah, Battle Hawks number two. Here, here's the deal. <laughs> Looking at mm. that crowd. I think they're going to have the the uh, opposing team rattled every game. I don't think they're going to lose at home because of it. I don't think they're going to lose at home. That's mm-hmm. five wins. They already have two on the road. You're looking at at least seven wins. I, to right. me, now, I got them at number two. Now, now I'm back on Colby. Now I'm back on Colby's train. I can't wait for DC to fuck St. Louis up next week. Let's pump the bricks on Slaughter choking in the in the, in the dome. <laughs> Greg Williams is going to put out a bounty on, on uh, McCarron's kids. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Um, all right. For number three, I'll go with the Houston Roughnecks. You know, it's been nice with your, with your soft FCS schedule. All right. <laughs> now you're going to have to play the big boys. All right. And we'll see, we'll see how you fare. Yep. You know, uh, but uh, give me, give me the Roughnecks. Great name. We're ta- I was talking about the Roughnecks this morning, getting breakfast, talking about how their franchise has never lost a game. I don't know. Uh, th- who's, that- who's at this breakfast? This sounds like a great breakfast. We got Stacking the Money, Real Money <laughs> yeah. Kramer, and uh-huh. a member of, so basically uh, Stacking the Money, uh, his his father-in-law. Okay. And you guys are talking former, a little XFL? Who is a former real Roughneck. Wow. Awesome. Not in the XFL though. Like he worked <laughs> on an oil rig as a fucking roughneck. So we nice. started talking roughnecks <laughs> and that's how <laughs> Well, that's, that's great. How- Cause I used to be a viper when I was a uh- <laughs> fan gang, fan gang. Uh- <laughs> oh man. Uh, uh, so J Mark, who, who's your third best team in the league? Um, yeah, I got DC. I was talking to them about them this morning at breakfast. My wife was like, Can you shut the fuck up? I don't care. <laughs> uh, like, how do you, do you like, do you, do you like Greg's? How do you also, uh, do you think you should let Derek King throw the ball more? Hey, that's why you should how do you subscribe. Not know how I like my eggs after all these years of marriage. That's why you should su- subscribe to the old fashioned football podcast, yes. my friends out there in the universe. Uh, so you're going DC. Why? 
Yeah, I just I think that if you can slow that run, they're vulnerable. Um, I I think they're a good team, and I think we all agree. I mean, we have the uh, the same teams in the top four, the same teams in the bottom four. It's just little discrepancies on where we're putting them there. Um, I think the next couple of weeks we got a lot of key matchups that are going to really sort this out. But I'm I like I like Tiamu what he did this last week. He ran for 89 yards. He threw for 177. I, I'd like to see him throw some touchdowns. But they bring King in around that goal line so much. King is unstoppable. It seems like um, I just from watching the USFL. Tamo is an up and down quarterback. I have to see him put consistent games back to back where he looks good specifically and that he can carry the team. So to me, they're just their weight a little bit lower because of that. You mm. scored. Best we all know you scored from best the- run game oh. in the league. Okay. You get these, you get these new school football fans. I think running the football don't matter. All right. Did you see okay. him. Did you see him line up in the wishbone one play? I did. You better believe yeah. it. I, I uh, literally thought right I bet. Now. I was watching that and I literally thought, I bet Colby loves this. <laughs> Background on my computer right now is that that formation. Let's go back I to love it. it. All right, I love Nick. how he says he hates running the ball too. They still make him do it. Tell him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, if not, it'd be, he'd be working at Best Buy. Um, right. uh, team four. Now, this, this uh, we all agreed on the top four. So for me, I have the, the St. Louis Battlehawks here. I do think they're the clear cut fourth team. I actually think there's a, a tier above them. I get it. They have this little home crowd, but it's in a dome. So it neutralizes, you know, the weather and they won't have success, you know, cause the weather sh- if, in St. Louis, that would be their advantage. They don't play into their advantage. And uh, that's why I think DC is going to come down and come down there and uh, beat the tar out of them this upcoming week. Stick around tomorrow uh, week five preview and picks. But I think St. Louis is still okay, but I think they have a couple gimmicky fluky wins, which I don't think is sustainable as the season goes on. So uh, the battle Hawks are my number four team. I know these fans RoboCop will probably tweet me later saying I'm a piece <laughs> of shit. I welcome it. Uh, CJ. I have St. Louis three and Seattle four. I think Seattle obviously has a potential to be a better team to have a higher ceiling, but St. Louis is more steady. I, I think Seattle is a little less little more untrustworthy with Danucci and the turnovers and what everything they do. But, um, and it's like St. Louis, let's not forget how much St. Louis luck boxed their way into those two wins, but it doesn't matter at this point. They're, they're definitely on the right path going forward. So, um, I got Seattle four, although, like I said, it's promising that Seattle won with a defensive effort. Um, and, and still got over the magical 300 yards, you still know? got over the magical 300 yards and they're uh, playing. I mean, I don't, like you said, like, we'll say great game this week, but Thursday night, why? And uh, we'll see. Yeah. J Mark. Yeah. I got Seattle as well. Um, CJ laid it out. Well, uh, they are a great team. They turned the ball over a little bit too much to be uh, in the top two. And I just, in my rankings, I thought defenders were a little bit better. So, um, but we'll find out a lot again, key matchup this week. We'll find out a lot this week about who Seattle really is. All right. Uh, power ranking number five. Uh, this is where it gets it's a little tricky here. Mm. I was of the opinion that it was originally, uh, you know, I was, if you'd asked me last week and I'm like, oh, it's San Antonio. I think they're, they're the, no, it's Las Vegas. I think Vegas is the, uh, is the best team out here. I like both their quarterbacks. Sorry. Sorry, J Mark. I think both quarterbacks are actually some of the better quarterbacks in this league. So I think there's a chance even that Vegas could end up being better than St. Louis. 
but I, they don't have the crowd, but they have elite quarterback play, which I don't know that St. Louis has. So at position five there, fang gang, give me, give me the uh, Las Vegas Vipers. CJ, how about yourself? I try to create a, uh, one of those, those Joe Rogan meme things. So from the UFC, when he sees a ah! reaction <laughs> with your, uh, <laughs> I went, uh, <clears throat> San Antonio, I, I, right here is the, uh, the flip between San Antonio and Vegas. The same as I, th- I, I look at them as mini versions of St. Louis and Seattle, San Antonio, a poor man, St. Louis. They're a uh, consistent, you know, they're, they're low, uh, gra- low floor, not a high ceiling. Vegas has a higher ceiling, but they're very fragile. Just like Seattle where like, if anything goes wrong, they just fall apart, you know, and it's Hunley Perez. Perez looks good, but who knows what that's going to be. I mean, so I don't know. I want San Antonio five. Also, I do have faith in Heinz Ward still. He kind of has that Steeler personality where they would come on late. They would start off slow, build something, build something. And then, and, and, and Rod Woodson doesn't have that Steeler personality. Huh? Not at all. He, not at all. He's a fr- fr- uh, uh, fucking restaurant franchise con artist. He <laughs> got out of town. It, it, it hijacked out of station square. Not at all. Heinz Ward is that city. Rod Woodson's a fraud. <laughs> J Mark, who's your who's your fifth team in the XFL power rankings? I got the Brahmas too. I think they're uh, a solid defensive team. Um, if Jack Cohn can play with his poker chips just <laughs> a little more and find out who his quick reads are rather than the dirt, um, I think they will get better. It's a big if. We've been waiting on that for seven years. If you follow college football <laughs> like old Pick Dundee here. Touché. Um uh look, I mean they they can't run the ball. That's why I couldn't take them there. All right. They cannot run the ball with the exception of week one. They haven't been able to run the ball at all, Um, but I do have them next. So I do think those two are the clear cut. You know, they're not on the the true shit level of the XFL. Um, I would, do you guys agree with that assessment? Are you guys going to go with uh, Vegas next? Yeah. At least I do. No, J Mark does not. No, this is shocking. I wanted to shake it up a little bit. Maybe I'm just trying to be too hip and trendy here, but uh, I threw Arlington in there. I think their yeah. defense is okay. <laughs> J Mark, uh, let me let me let me uh, let me come back that real quick with uh, the the words of J Mark, who said <laughs> during the Vegas DC recap, Vegas is actually a pretty good team. I'm kind of liking <laughs> Vegas what they're doing, and, and you're and you're hyping them up, and now you have fucking Arlington ahead of them. You know what this is? Is they finally start slaughter at quarterback, and he's like, "Oh, this team's not that. They're right. not bad. They're, this team can do things. They can win the X Cup." Um, you know, it's I mean, it's interesting. Two and zero with Drew Plitt, zero and two with Kyle Slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Be, and I'll be honest, sure. like I think Slaughter's a better quarterback, but I think Plitt's better for a shitty offensive line. I think he makes yeah. less mistakes. So yeah. I understand what Jonathan Hayes was saying. He said, I got to, my whole roster shit. I might as well put the safe quarterback back there. So we don't, Interesting. yeah, we don't throw the turnovers left and right. That's crazy. You're you. I, I would argue this all day. We could do it three hours on this, on this right now, but <laughs> they're the clear cut. And, and I've changed my ranking since the other day, because I think Orlando is better than Dallas or Arlington, whatever they're calling right. it these days. Right. <laughs> uh, next is going to be Denton. Denton, uh, Denton, uh, renegades. Um, so yeah, you got, you got my eight right there. I think, I think Arlington's the worst team in the league. CJ, who is the second worst team and the worst team in the league to you? I have Arlington second to worst Orlando, uh, the worst. And I know you're, I know not near yardage only, but the, they both have, they both have, uh, (laughs) 
what what has a disinterested coach and what has the terrible worst coach? I think Terrell <laughs> <laughs> Terrell Buckley's interested. He's engaged. Good for that, which is yeah. which is great to see. If you're he's interested fan. in playing eight man football, <laughs> right? But that's also part of the problem. He's engaged and he and he's interested. At least yeah. at least Stoops like Stoops is acts like he's just watching the game from the sidelines. Like he's just got a good seat. Yeah. Like, wow. Look at this. This is terrible football, you know, and, <laughs> and, but Orlando, I mean, the, the, you listen to the mics, by the way, which by the also overview, it seems like there wasn't as much, um, Mike's picking up hot quotes because I think of the last week there was so much cursing. Like I said, it was like a nineties rap song with a radio edit where it was just blanks of silence. So that kind of sucked with it. The coverage was the same, but like, uh, but with Orlando, you hear them fighting in the game. Like it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, Why, they're, they're calling different players. Why don't we run this? Why don't we run this? What is this? A fucking summer movie? What are you talking about? No, listen to the one guy in the huddle. Like everyone's calling their own plays. You hear them sighing when things are called. Like, good God. Yeah, there's no control. There's no respect. No, nobody's probably. in control yeah. over down there in Orlando. Yeah. It's a but they're the more talented team, and they are gonna right. stick it to I mean the Arlington Renegades okay. when they play. Uh J Mark. Uh, so you have Vegas. Uh, there's no chance you have Vegas as the worst team in this league, right? No, I I would like that just as my uh, fade Vegas that I started the year on, but no, oh, I got them seven. That's another reason or- why he has them seventh. Mm, yeah, fade Vegas. yeah. I just thought ten minutes ago, he, I just like how ten personal. minutes ago he was gassing them up and how great they yeah. a good team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Luis Perez, he looked good in the USL one good. game and then he looked bad the next game. Um, so if he starts next week, uh, expect a bad game from him. Um, no, I got them seventh. I got uh guardians eight. They just, they're not playing good football across all across the board. Um, and it doesn't matter who's starting and Quentin flowers. Isn't going to change that. So I don't know why they brought him in. Well, they got somebody put somebody on the roster. Um, I can I can name other quarterbacks. Oh, he's got to go with Brian Scott. He's, he's not even Toronto. Brian. He's Scott. an Argo now. He's, he's, <laughs> he's you know. He's How about the, Van Boxel? How about um, DJP from the Barnstormers? The Barnstormers. I, I know oh. you don't like indoor football, Colby, flexing, but he would flexing. be better. I, lo- I do love the Iowa Barnstormers. I yeah. do. Lo- I have a lot of love for the Iowa Barnstormers. They should be, in my opinion. When we when we mesh these leagues together and we have this awesome spring football league, I hope they do thirty two franchises and they add they just go and they buy the Iowa Barnstormers. There you go. But they're not playing arena; they're playing real football. Mm, All right? Yeah, uh, folks, this is uh, this is uh, the end of the show. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are our power rankings. Please, if you if you please. Give us your power rankings. Uh, what, yeah. what, what, what are you, what are you signaling over there? J Mark? Yeah. Real quick. Shameless plug. Um, old fashioned football is launching onto its own feed on four, four right now. We're in the um, SGPN fantasy football feed. You can still find us there, but we're launching to our own as well on four, four. And we got a big guest lined up. So make sure you tune in. Brian nice. Scott on four, four. We'll be yeah. on old Not fashioned Brian football. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, everyone, give them a follow though. And, and look, the Bottom Line Bombs podcast just just went, just went, got its own feed, right, CJ? Mm-hmm. Got its and, own feed, right and, and they call him the man in the box. He's going to be coming. <laughs> you know, a few, what? How many times a week, CJ? Uh, well, they're they're trying to they're trying to control me like the beer snake, but I don't know if it can be. <laughs> <laughs> Only like two or three times a week, but yeah. I'm, 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 this this thing's gonna keep growing and growing, and the bomb's gonna detonate. So, 
catch you for every day. So uh, subscribe over there. That's gonna be all different types of sports, right? You, this, this oh yeah, that's gonna be everything. Sullivan guy. He could talk. It doesn't matter the sport. It could be table tennis going on in Kazakhstan. <laughs> He's got you covered. All yep. right. Um, it's a study of a man losing his mind in a box. That's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> and so his check, snake will grow. <laughs> check out, check out. Okay, so bottom line bombs podcast, uh, old fashioned football podcast. Make sure you check those out. Give CJ Sullivan a follow on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Give J, uh, J Mark a follow on Twitter at J Mark Football. Give myself a follow on Twitter Kobe at Colby D. D. And and let's not forget the XFL Gambling Pod is on Twitter at XFL Gambling Pod. But make sure you get over and subscribe to our YouTube channel because we might have some guests. We might have some more episodes. Yeah. We might have a whole nother season. You know what I mean? We will. We get some we good will. reviews. We got some good reviews this week, right? Yeah, we yeah. got good reviews. All right. All right. So did uh, so did uh, Look Who's Talking three. All right, but uh, <laughs> doesn't mean it's a good movie. All right. Uh, Folks, until but, uh, but they are number one in your look who's talking power rankings. <laughs> they, they definitely, <laughs> definitely. I'm a you know, Travolta turned a corner, I thought, uh, yeah. in the third one. His acting became he really became the character. Um, folks, get the SGPN app, come talk XFL with us in the Discord, sports gambling podcast.com slash Discord. We love talking XFL, USFL, and by the way, yeah, I do host the USFL gambling podcast. So Maybe yeah. you're one of these USFL, you know, fans that hates the XFL, just listening to see what we're saying. We'll go subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. <laughs> we got you covered. All right. And until tomorrow, same time, this is the XFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we are out of here. You get ripped apart. Save the cookie cutter mother for 106 apart. Huh? Cause of your liquor, will I sip your heart? You never dumb it down, dog. If you're smart, I throw out a couple of lines. Biters are quick to cross. This year, you want a dick to lie. Piss you off, it goes. Tits and bras, lips and jaws. I use my common sense to see the bitch and all. Good thing you got the market corner. Kids and malls. Grip the bag, drop it as you slip and fall off. Another career spear. Thanks for trying to block. You get an A for effort and an F for shut the fuck up. Here's a hint. Put down the mic, you catch a glimpse. And keep them eyes wide when you see me. Mike's I sees them. So when you see him, you got a good reason to look. Catch a glimpse. Improve the improv. Talent's not a program. You download the install. Quality spread through hard work, no involved. My peers respect me because I'm genuinely involved. Beyond gathering names to build up my money list. You decide friendships and pounds and suicide and bloody risk. Come equipped or leave empty handed. They don't call me C's for nothing. See the camera?